Welcome to Awesome Us Season 2, The Universal Monsters. This season we'll be reliving the nightmares of our youth, so you don't have to. I'm Dave. I'm Matt. No, I'm Matt. And I'm LJ. Consistent claps, right? Mm. Oh man, our poor listeners! All clap three of them. on, clap off, the clapper. Mm. Uh-huh. So, speaking of movies, speaking of movies, mm-hmm. talking about movies—is that what we do here? Mm-hmm. I um, as, as I saw um, Dave, why are you shirtless? Or more better question, why aren't you shirtless? I saw a Quiet Place. Oh, oh I like it. Good movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, really good movie. Was it loud? It was really loud. <laughs> Extremely loud. Actually, really, I really liked that movie. I felt like it was. It was unique. I caught what you were doing there, Dave. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like every other movie. Yeah, it was unique. It was something new. I liked that it was kind of meta. It was a new concept. That everyone in the theater was forced, or psychologically forced, to be quiet. Mm-hmm. And so it extended mm-hmm. itself outside of the bounds of the movie. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. What do you mean? You know the plot, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's not real. I can talk all I want during the movie. Go ahead. Enjoy it. you see how that feels. <laughs> right, but it doesn't every it, movie it felt, you... No, but it felt like you had to be quiet. It flushed in your brain, dude. You don't want here's to question, Here's the question I have. How would you know, Dave? You didn't see it in the theater. Let's be real. I could choose. Nope. You saw it. If, I mean, I guess you're calling your place now a theater. <laughs> I was driven to the theater. Did you actually see this in the theater? Like a real <laughs> theater? Like an Edwards? Right down the street. AMC? Um, it's about 14. Oh, Did you take the boys to see it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a parent did walk their, like, nine-year-old daughter out. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? D- uh, do you think Joshua could have handled it? Yeah. Uh, yes, but I still wouldn't want them to sure. because it would definitely cause some possible nightmares. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well... That it wasn't really graphic. It's not really graphic. No, but, I mean, there's parents... I mean, I teach fifth grade. I have fifth graders whose favorite movies are, like, Saw. And I'm like... What? Why? I'm like, why? Okay. It's funny you mention that, because I was in Costco one time, oh, and I saw a kid... I saw a kid, probably... About an eight- or nine-year-old little boy running up to the car... Daddy, 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 get this, get this, get this, get this, get this. I love this movie, Saw 3. I'm sorry. Well, it is, that is the milder of all the Saw movies. <laughs> is it? Uh-huh. Well, first off, bad choice. Let's be honest. The first Saw was really cool. And then the second one, then it started getting like, oh, it was a little, I don't know. Then eventually, just, it was the same thing, just rinse and repeat in a bunch. For suspense, though, I would say that Quiet Place was way up there. Mm-hmm. It's one of the more suspenseful movies I've seen. Mm-hmm. It looks like you're it. very much on the edge of your seat. There's not really anything scary other than jump scenes, mm-hmm. but it's very suspenseful. No, but have you seen it, LJ? Mm-hmm. <coughs> I haven't either. But definitely worth seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just haven't been able to get to a theater. I'll play. Why not? You don't even work. 
That's true. Life planning, wedding planning. And single. Oh! <laughs> Man, 40 years of saying that's going to get taken hard. Jake. 41 years? Mm-hmm. You've been saying it since the day I was born. <laughs> I just think the best thing is that you're going to make that sequel uh, for your old 41-year-old virgin. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. In fact, filming. And we're doing a gorilla shoot, and filming's going to take place over five days. We're going to film it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Dave, hold the camera. I've got lights. I'm just going to do the microphone boom. <laughs> there we go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Speaking of of weddings, if you will, a listener requested. If you will, yes. Would it elaborate weddings? If you will, I don't know. Just sort of like means we're on the topic of weddings. Speaking of weddings, oh okay. yeah, but you didn't need to add if you will. No, but it is a. Term and phrase that fits marginally. Let's really dissect this. Let's make sure. I'm actually gonna backslash on that. I don't think "if you will" is the right term of phrase for that. Yeah, because we were talking about weddings. If you will means that you're the word you're gonna or would imply that you're using the term wedding loosely. No, imagine if you will. Okay. But imagine if you will, this is not my wedding chair, if you will. It's like not really a wedding. Uh-huh. So we're going to talk about a half wedding now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Talking about half weddings, if you will. <laughs> no, 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 if you will. A listener requested that I share the engagement story, if you will. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> now all he's going to say is, if you will, all night. I promise I won't. All right, go ahead. Uh, so, anyways, so I did. I took Melissa to her favorite restaurant in L.A. Carl Jr. Carl's Jr. and got her. I I, uh, I sprung for the double no, Western bacon. <laughs> Wait, was it Carl Jr. and Green Burrito? Uh, no. Oh. Yeah. Well, I would have, but there wasn't. The ones in L.A. didn't have Green Burritos oh. because well, the ones in L.A. L.A. recognized the Green Burrito sucks. <laughs> um, it used to not when it had the big Ed, but well, anyway, it still has the big Ed and sucks. No, but the real big one was like ridiculously, and I got oh, right. full no, one. No, and I also and that little girl woman. Well, I mean, that and there's a the difference between going to a green burrito that's just a green burrito mm-hmm. where all they do is make Mexican food, right? And go to a green burrito where it's a Carl's Jr. where they make two burritos, right? Like they're like, oh crud, bust out that Mexican food stuff again. Somebody's <laughs> here for it. But what is her real favorite restaurant in LA? Bottega Lily. Mm-hmm. It's Italian. I've never heard of it. It's good. Um, and then we went to her favorite bar, which was Perch, which is a rooftop bar. Oh, cool. So we get there, and she has to use the... Re- we got there about a, a quarter to ten or so, and she has to use the restroom, so I go outside onto the... So she has to pull a Donahue. She has to pull a Donahue. And I go out... She's going to be a Donahue, so she had to pull one. Um, so she had to take it down. <laughs> no. So she will be pulling a Donahue. Everywhere she goes. Yep. Is there a bathroom here? Uh, I got to pull Yeah. Yeah. I will well, say, do you know who already used the bathroom here? <laughs> no, I don't. Speaking of bathrooms, if you will. Um, <laughs> so I go out onto the um, balcony and it's jammed up. Mm. And I'm like looking around and I'm going, where am I going to do this? It's just so crowded. Mm-hmm. So uh, she comes out. We go. Was like, it Saturday night? Uh, yes. It was, the night before, um, it was the night before Easter. On mm. a rooftop bar? Uh huh. And you're surprised it was jammed up? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, I just went out and it was jammed up. It was like, there was like, how jammed? How jammed is important? Well, because there's like a there was like a band playing, uh, like a small. Uh, it was very jammed. Yeah. So we go back into the bar and we sit at the bar and we have a drink and then um, 
the the band packs up. There's a DJ who's inside the restaurant, so the band packs up. Oh, this will help. Yeah, so all their friends will go. Right, so we go back out, and now there's some open space. So <clears throat> we go up to the balcony, and we're kind of looking out at LA. It's really mm-hmm. beautiful thing. And then uh, um, I had gone out with her dad for cigars and wine like a month prior when I and that was when I'd asked him mm-hmm. for his blessing, and. Uh, he had asked me, you know, what do you love about her? So I told him. By the way, listeners, he said no. And Matt said, well, <laughs> he said, you son of a bitch, get out of here. Um, and I reached for a side holster. Uh, I knew I should come armed. So uh, I told him. And so that night when I was, uh, when I met back up with Melissa, she was like, what would you guys talk about? And I shared some of the things. And I had this idea. So I said, oh, at one point your dad asked me what I loved about you. And she was like, what'd you say? So I, you know, I, I relayed her what I said. But my plan was... That was, I was going to go back to that story to propose. Mm. So, um, we're standing there and I go, hey, remember, um, when I had cigars with your dad, I, he asked me what I, what it was I loved about you. And I told him, I said, but what I didn't tell you is what precipitated that question. And it was that I asked him for his blessing. And then I got down on my knee and, uh, asked her to marry me. And then I put the ring on her finger and ran off before she could answer. Ah, I left my I, I left my keys and just took an Uber home from LA. <laughs> it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Should have just jumped off the balcony. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That would have been a whole different story to share today. <laughs> this is a story about I didn't die. That was for you. Oh, thank yeah. you. And the listener, <coughs> apparently. <coughs> yeah. very nice. So, I didn't know your mom listened. <laughs> she does, and she hates you. So, so she did say yes. She did say yes. So the listeners are confused. Yes. Mm. So May eleven. That's when we start filming the forty-one year old virgin. No, May ten. No, May eighth is when we start filming the forty-one year old virgin. Oh. May eleventh. Yeah. You're all over the place with this schedule. I'm all over the place with schedule. You were like December, and then you were like May, and then you're like September, and then you're like New oh, York. Sure, and then yes. Now it's May 11th. <laughs> I heard June. May 11th is like in three weeks. That is right. Ooh. But I'm not really all over because when I saw you guys at our last recording, I said, May 11th is the date. Did you really? Yep. And then you looked, not on, not on. I don't think I did it on the uh, on the recording, but yes, I said May 11th. And then you looked at your like phone calendar. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I didn't get to save the date, so I don't know what you're expecting. No, oh, I'm, 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 also, expect- I'm also expecting you guys, for part of your wedding, to come see me in my play <laughs> on May 11th. I did tell her, I was like, hey, we're going to, you know, we're honeymooning that weekend, mini-mooning, if you will. Uh-huh. And part of part of going on, like, a vacation or honeymoon or whatever, especially exploring down L.A., mm-hmm. is to take in the theater. And so I tried to... So do I go to LJ's play or to the wedding? Or, I don't know if you're invited. No, I'm not going then. <laughs> um, I'll show you. Don't invite me. I won't attend. <laughs> I'm going to just play. Speaking of not inten- attending, if you will. <laughs> if you will. May 11th is a Friday. Yeah, that's right. Why not do it Saturday? Because we do, we're doing a Friday. Why not do it Thursday? Where are you doing it? Griffith Observatory. Oh, okay. Gorilla style. Ryan Kane is performing. Oh, he mentioned that's interesting. That's why he maybe that's why he became ordained. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, are you inviting people? Nope. Oh, all right. But we're gonna have like a celebrate celebration, like Wait, literally nobody. 
Literally nobody. Just the two of you and Ryan Kane. And our photographer, who will also act as a witness. Um, we were going to get married at City Council, or City Hall, I mean. <laughs> um, but they were well, booked up that way, day. Um, Ryan Kane has two families. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I even did side-by-sides of that photo. That is him. Mm-hmm. Back to him. Where did you get food from? That looks like Ona Hawaiian barbecue. Oh, okay. It sounds like, oh man, I love me some macaroni salad. So, um, so, so yeah. So we are going to do like a celebration, like dinner kind of thing for everybody. So, <clears throat> hopefully on the 11th. On the 11th? Hmm. Oh, now, okay. my question is Is Ryan going to get the names wrong? <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't do that. That guy is a sensitive hearted guy. He would definitely get the names right every time. I don't know how he yeah, would get the names sure. wrong. I know. Sorry. Yeah. Well, hopefully your photographer, if he did get the names wrong, doesn't get a picture of everyone going like this. Yeah. Because that would be really awkward to go through your wedding photos and see that picture of LJ and Matt and other people going <laughs> like this at the camera, and it's like, no, I don't know. If that's our fault. <laughs> yeah. Although that's, that's like saying, don't so, your and, and, and Ryan wouldn't be able to say any X's. He would just be like. Matt and what? He was just dating? Yeah. <laughs> no, that is like us putting our umbrella up in the rain. What do you? I mean, yeah, that's not on us. No, no absolutely not. No, no, no. Our last day of Did filming you could be that picture. <laughs> our last day. Our last day of filming could be May eleventh because that's how forty year old virgin ends. Ish is on their wedding day. Where are you staying on May eleventh? Mister C in Beverly Hills. What's Mr. C? It's a hotel. A nice hotel. Oh. Mm-hmm. The Carlton. For Carlton. <laughs> Where's your honeymoon? Uh, well, the actual honeymoon will be or in... Or the Spain trip. That's the Spain trip. So this will be this will be the weekend. So we're staying there Friday and Saturday and come back Sunday. Hmm. And then moving into a new place then? We have a place. Okay. The Rancho off of just a little bit west of Millican on 4th. So there's like four, like three or four, like apartment complexes on that street. So by Old Mill, sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Milliken and Fourth, some nice apartment complexes there, depending mm-hmm. on which one you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I think Hector looked into those. Very, there's some very expensive, nice ones. Mm-hmm. This is these are nice ones that aren't very expensive. Mm. The one we're at. Cool. Mm-hmm. Very Man, nice. this has been so boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't have anything to talk about. Oh, well, can we talk about your crazy people who live in this neighborhood? Oh, yeah. What is up with that? I was telling Dave, so... You want to check them out before you moved in? No. And across the street is like, I, I need to keep a little gun because... Just kidding. So, I won't, the last time I was at the ho- at this house, which was the first time I was at this house, it was dark. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't know what Dave's house looked like in the daylight, and the, the addresses are kind of hard to make out. So, I passed his house. And I see like a I'm two houses up from it or whatever, and I can t- I see I can see an address. I see I pass it. So I go to pull into a driveway so that I can then back out and. It's going to be all three point turn into someone's driveway. Yeah, yeah. Please tell me you had your signal on. Hmm. I did. Okay. This and this is just a two lane road. Right. right. We know it. We, we see it. We're, right. We're parked on it right now. Exactly. But the listener is not. Mm. So. Mm. Uh, they, might, they might be, but well, listeners. Yeah, and I mean, we don't know. They also are all here. <laughs> We're waving right. at them. <laughs> hey guys, um, 
So I go to turn into this driveway, and this woman is trying to pass me on the left, <laughs> which, which is fine, except for the fact that as I start to turn left in, she honks the horn at me <laughs> and is like staring at me. Now it's slowing down. You're, You're slowing doing... down, preparing to turn. So you slow down almost to a stop to go into a driveway, right? You slow down and then you go over. As he comes to an almost stop, she decides to pass on the left. Like an oncoming traffic lane. Yes. Yes. And, and succeeds in doing so. Yep. Cuts you off. For and real. Also, and pissed at you also, for making a legal turn. Yeah, she's also. honking and then when I like make eye contact with her, she's like... She's doing the thing because her windows are up, or she's clearly yelling at me and motioning with her hands, like, what the F is wrong with you? I'm also confused because, like, I mean, unless you were slowing down for the last, like, eight houses to turn in. He probably was driving slow, probably looking for the addresses. I was. So when he realized that he had gone too far, he went from slow to stop, and maybe that ticked the lady off. But you still just get ticked off. You don't pass on the left. Right. You don't, like, you honk at me from behind. You don't pull up next to me on the wrong side of the road. Well, you wait till you're stopped and clearly I'm making a move and then go around on the left. Yes. And, my, and my blinker was on. I was going to say, or yeah, or I could see me making a passing on the left if all of a sudden the car stopped and wasn't doing anything. And I was That's like, how my mom got sideswiped on her right. My mom, very slow driver, first of all, but, but very good with signals and everything like that. She slows down and has her right blinker on to turn into her right driveway. Car decides... I'm not waiting for this car stopped in front of me. I'm going to pass them on the right. But my mom is turning right. And my mom did not anticipate it because she's like 150. She turns right. And they hit her, push her onto the grass, push themselves into my driveway. And my my mom gets sideswept all the way up the side of the car with Savannah in it. Uh, They were trying to pass on the right. And then they blame my mom for it. And... So my mom has to pay her deductible while her insurance says we'll take the arbitration. Guess what? Arbitration said the other driver's 100% at fault. My mom got her deductible back. Well, given that you're not... I mean, as long as the car car in front of you is driving... So tell us about the rest of your neighbors. Pretty much as long as the car in front of you is driving, you're fine. you, You can't pass. And if you can't pass... Isn't it always like you are at risk? Like you are the person who will be at risk regardless. Of course. And I'm like, pretty confident there was like space. Even if it's not an illegal maneuver to pass, you're the person at risk. You're, your job is to make sure that you will be able to pass without making any incidents. And yeah. if you do, it's your fault. You're the one who, you no one made you pass. Yeah. I'm fairly confident there was enough space on my right to pass me. I'm guessing she was probably following him all the way from Limonite. Uh, which is by the not, way, I better not reveal our address. <laughs> which, by the way, is not very far. It's no, maybe like ten houses. Ten houses. So he was probably strolling along. She's probably getting more and more ticked off. What's this? You know, this, oh, so oh, this cost like fifteen seconds. I, you know what? I wish Sunday morning drivers. I, I wish, and there was room on the right for her to pass me. I would. I wish she passed now. him, sped up, and then like parked like two houses down. Still. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the way she was, the way she was angled, I thought she was trying to pull into the same driveway I was going to pull into. Oh, maybe, but she, <laughs> no, she passed me. She then ended up. Oh, that's even me better. Honestly, if she was more mad. Like, that's my house. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing that thing that millions of Americans every day do, which is you pull into a driveway to back out. Yes. Um, but yeah, there was plenty, there was room on my right that you can go past. Well, I mean, this road, this. 
two-lane street is not that narrow here. Right. No, it's, it's wide enough that is unless there's. And I'll tell you, I guarantee she lives somewhere in this neighborhood because this is not a through-way street. I mean, let's go find her. Yeah. This yes. Is good. All right. Let's grab the microphone. So, what other what other neighbors do you have? Well, my neighbor on the on the south of me, he's a retired postman, and he's got a lot of post office boxes in his backyard. But he's really nice. So I can't why does he have post office boxes? I think, if I have to guess, he's a post office technician. The guys who go out and fix boxes when they get knocked over, whatever. Uh, replace them when they've been rained on too much and gotten damaged. So, I think he was just keeping the bad ones. So, for Aren't those fine? like... Uh, are those uh, state property or federal? Yes, but if you if you're federal disposing property. of it anyway, not I'm sure I'm sure he's probably. What's, he, what's he doing? What's he gonna do with all of them? He I puts all of his bullets in there, so for when he goes postal, he's definitely a handyman type of guy. He's got like eight cars in his driveway at any given time, and he's working on like. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I feel like you're putting a nice spin on things. <laughs> How would you describe it if it was some members of someone's family? <laughs> They're. Hoarding post office boxes <laughs> and hoarding cars. Yes, because he's got like six cars in the backyard too. Yeah, but his property is nice actually. So he does take care of it. Well, that's so. good. That's good. Well, some, some members of some people's family have nice property that once you get into the dark side of things. <laughs> yeah. So um, how many neighbors across the street? Yeah, I'm not sure about them. So, tattoos, smoking, loud music, beer. Man, wait wow. a second. Way to go, Mom. Okay, tattoos, you want one. Yeah. Beer, you like it. You're having one right now. Smoking, cigars. <laughs> so the only thing that they do that you don't really do is loud music, which I bet you do. <laughs> he, he looked a little uh, disreputable. Okay. Yeah, it, not just like one tattoo or two tattoos. He looked like you. Face looked, tattoo. Face tattoo? I think it was Teardrops by his eye. Yeah, exactly. That's how many people you killed. Yeah. So Dave wants Bar to... Bar in his ear. Wait, no. Sorry, wrong. <laughs> no, they're fine. No big deal. So it's a nice neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the people. Sounds like it. Yeah. Sounds like the uh, people. Sounds like quarters, gangsters, and people cut you off and you yeah. try to just... And except, for the, except for the aggressive drivers, the federal property thieves, <laughs> and the gangsters. It's a very nice neighborhood. Yeah, so they fits in... They fits in great. Yeah. What, yeah, what's the fine for tampering with mail? <laughs> well, like I said, he's probably... Wait a late. second. Wasn't there just a news story about a <clears throat> post office worker that stashed away 17,000 pieces of mail because he got too overwhelmed? <laughs> I didn't hear that, but I did hear um, somebody just got busted, got a, like a million dollar fine for stealing fajitas. He like worked... At a courthouse or something, and he was using his what? position to have like fajitas delivered to him. I saw to, that. To, then he was like reselling it to people, but he was like putting it on his like work, his company's dime or whatever, which was the county, right? And so, so he was buying it with the county's money and then selling it and to doing people? like fake invoices and things of that nature. Yeah, That's but awesome. the reason it was found, it was discovered, was he took the he like took a sick day or something, and on that day, I think it was like a. Is either eight hundred pound or eight thousand pound delivery of fajita was brought <laughs> to wherever he worked, like the court or whatever, and that's how he got busted. That's awesome! <gasps> wow. Yeah. How about that lady? There was a nine one one operator who dismissed thousands of calls, just saying, "I don't have time to listen to you." Just hung up on him, and she got five days in jail. Thousands of phone calls over, I think, a year and a half of just like literally, they have a recording of her going. I don't have time for this. And she hangs up on the emergency. Yeah, but maybe, but maybe like, she really didn't. 
Well, maybe she's getting the calls, which I hear a lot about, which is like people calling her being like, hey, I ordered, this is true. I heard this phone call. It was like, I just left McDonald's. I ordered like five McDoubles, three chicken sandwiches, and a large fry, and they shorted me one McDouble. <laughs> they called 911 for that. Yeah, people do call 911 to ask, like, uh, what's the latest movie times? Yeah. Or So yeah. maybe those were the calls that she was ignoring. I don't think so. You don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just what. One angry parrot who calls 911 and says something along the lines of, Okay, so my daughter has been coughing for four days straight. What should I do? And she's probably just like, I don't have time for this. Call your doctor. <laughs> yeah, I got up at 6 a.m. because the birds are chirping. Can you guys do something about it? <laughs> I've been super tired. They keep. The gardener keeps coming earlier and earlier, and then wakes me up, and I'm don't I'm not sleeping that well, and I'm scared about driving because I've just been tired. <laughs> I wonder if it's stuff like that, and then that yeah. person's like, "Well, that is a real threat. People could die <laughs> because of my driving," and they just ignored it. I, I believe someone had to call up to nine times back until they got an operator that would take their call. I was so I was driving. Hang on. They called nine times because they called nine one one. She answers the phone, hangs up on them. They call back nine one one. Gets the same operator. She hangs. What up. are the odds that she gets the same? Because she's one? not ever busy. Because she keeps hanging up. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else is on a call. Why is it she's, she's, What are she's the odds, what are the odds that she would get the same one? Well, because if, if I don't know where she's at, but if she if they're on a landline, landlines go to a specific nine one one center every time. If there's only two operators on call, and the other one was on call on a call for like six minutes, not a long time, you could call 911 ten times in six minutes. Easy. I was driving north on the 15 uh, last year, and I could see off in the uh, on the divider where there was a bunch of grass and it was kind of a ditch, mm-hmm. um, smoke and fire. So I called 911, and this is I think the only time I've ever called 911. Mm-hmm. And I got a busy signal. Mm-hmm. I called him like five times and kept getting busy signals because I was trying to tell him about this like fire because I didn't know if there was a car in the ditch because traffic was bad. So I could I just thought of it. I couldn't tell if there was like a car in this ditch or whatever. Yeah. I finally got through and just reported. But I by then I had passed it by the time I got through. Obviously, well, you drive a lot too. I call nine one one probably once or twice a year, depending on stuff that I run into. I think I've only called nine one one that one time. There was a hydrant, that five there was times. A hydrant knocked off the other day that I called. I probably call nine one one a couple times a year. Yeah, I've, I've reported taggers. I've reported fire on the side of the road. I've called nine one one. I reported taggers. The police came, arrested them, collected me, and had me identified. Oh, where was it? At my house. They did that for me in Upland. I was in Upland too. They came and got me. It was two kids. I identified them. They took me back to the station and gave me hundred bucks. Was oh, what? I got ripped off. <laughs> was I with you, or did you just tell me this? No, that you. Although you were there when they go welcome to Upland, bitch. And then they like opened this car on this guy. It was like, welcome to Upland, bitch. And he pulled him out of the car. I think they pulled him out of the car, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. we were running and then they let him go. Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. yeah we were up like pulling out our phones and then they let him go. Yeah, like the car. It was like two cars, and one like pulled up on the other, got out, like opened the door, like walked on up on Was it the uploads that were saying that? <laughs> yeah, pulled up, pulled him out of the car or something. We were like running up to it, and then the guy like, or maybe they just had the door open. Upland does have some representation from some small gigs, especially yeah. Dave lives in like South or Dave lived in South Southish gnarly Upton at the yeah. nearly near I the like Ontario the poor, border. In the poor Upland, so. yeah, near the Ontario border. 
Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. Hey, I didn't get my hundred bucks. No, they told me to stay because well, they wanted me to identify him. And then after he said, we have a whatever policy that people report these crimes to take care of the city, that you get a hundred bucks. So, oh, man. Yeah. I literally caught him red-handed. He saw the pen. You need to hire people to tag, tell them you'll pay them $25, and then identify them, and then you get $75. Yeah, but, and they just go to jail. Yeah. Yeah, I think he said it was going to cost... Listen, if they're dumb enough to take that deal, then they deserve jail. I think he said it was going to cost the parents like $15,000 or something in legal and cleanup fees and fines. And That sounds about right, considering if they charge her for all the city's time for yeah. the crew to come out and... Do, to, if, yeah. Which they probably do, because they probably want to stop... What I really want to do is I want to watch the people... I want to find the people... I want to catch people right-handed who tagged on freeways... Yeah. Yeah. What the heck? Are they, how? When are they? I want to know that? when they. Because I mean, there's even times where I'm like, where I'm like, you know, there's been times in my life where I'm like, okay, I'm driving home. It's two thirty a.m. I want to see somebody. I'm gonna. I want. Come on, someone, please be tagging somewhere. How I want to see when you do this. How do they tag the underside of freeway overpasses? Yeah. You look up and there's like sprayed graffiti. How the heck did they get up there? They lay down on a big truck. The truck just is multiple passes like a laser printer. <laughs> they drive out. Or does the truck just stop in the middle of the road and they paint? <laughs> I don't know. I would no, I really want to know. Maybe they, they put it in like a water gun and they spray it. Well, up. so if you've ever seen the spray painting or tagging where it's enormous, wet-looking streaks, 20 to 25 feet long. Or 20 to 25? Like, like huge. Feet. Just, no, no, 15 Sure, fifteen too. I'm just what saying. What if it's like thirty feet up? Yeah, absolutely. That's oh, what I'm saying. Okay. Very large. What if it's only like twelve? Maybe, but I'm just saying. What if it was ten tall and forty wide? <laughs> it's probably a spray can. But my, what I'm getting at is, they fill um, old fire hydrants with a mixture of paint and water, and then they—it's like the old style, like the 1920s fire hydrants that were like pressurized, and then they can spray paint with those on the freeway. No, I'm just fire outside of homes, typically. A fire hydrant? Yes. Fi- well, a fire extinguisher. Fire extinguisher, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I've been oh, okay. out there with a fire hydrant. Well, I thought it was like a fire hydrant. I was like, so they're just... So basically it's a water gun. Yes. Yeah, full of paint. Yeah. Interesting. So. I was, I mean, do you think, do you think water guns full of paint is how they even tag the... Some of it's you know, not that, though. It's like actual spray paint. I don't no, know. No, you can see them. They're, they're like, they did like work. Yeah. yeah. Like, how did you get up there? Like, how did you, like... I mean, like, there's one where I passed, and it's on the um, carpool sign, and it's, like... Yeah, so it's right. Like, an actual tag. I'm, like... Is someone up on the how? railing? It's like, it's, like, not only is it elevated, but it's in the... Mi- it's on, It's in the middle. It's not even, like, it's, like... Yeah. Like, it's not, like, the exit sign or something over oh. on the side where you could, like, just be off on the... off. Like, someone stopped in the carpool <laughs> and got out, climbed up on the wall... And it's spraying the sign in the middle of the freaking freeway. I'm sure there's some kind of a harness involved. But I'm also and, sure and that they're doing I doubt that they're doing They're probably doing them Sundays at about, like, 3 a.m. or there's 4 a.m. There's never not cars on the freeway. I know, but remember, first of all, they only need enough time to do it so that the first car to see them calls 911 and then they leave. So if they can get a full 
two minute gap before there's another car. Never, never on the freeway is there two minutes without cars. Yeah, we don't live in freaking like Idaho. That's true. At most, you're gonna get. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, honestly, that you might. You're where we live in the day. Even we don't even live in LA. Not on a Sunday at four a.m. On a Sunday at four a.m., I bet there's not more than thirty seconds where you don't have a car go by. That's probably true. That's probably. I was gonna say maybe. Think about it. Where we live, even where we live, not living in LA, but just the greater LA area. There is all right. Now I got to get up at freaking Sunday at freaking three a.m. Go down the freeway and record for two minutes and see how many cars pass. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for this. So we can figure this out. Well, how many cars pass? I mean, what else would we do? I, I mean, by we, I mean you do. So I bet the average is like ten or fifteen seconds, and the max is thirty. Yeah. But does the first person? That but sees even if them, the first person, let's let's say they're wearing all black and they they see the lights. And then they just don't move. Do you think the car sees them and calls 911? You know what I bet they do? What? I bet they dress up like construction workers. Diabolical. I bet you it's even no, simpler than that. I can't get no construction workers out here. No, this time. it's I even simpler than that. See, if it's smarter, you could you just wear an orange vest, like a, a just get a white a, a, a white a white truck. Yep. It doesn't have to have any labels on that at all. No, just get one of those spinny lights on top. Do you know you probably just you probably just put your hat on with white truck and someone sees an orange vest and they're just going to assume that they that's someone who knows that they're, well, what they're doing. With respect to who sees and who doesn't, it's even simpler that most people, even if they see, they're not they don't they're not going to call. And they don't care. They did, what's the response time? They either don't. They either. Well, don't. that was what I was getting at. If they get a two minute gap and then the response time is five minutes, that's yeah. seven minutes of painting. Even if they get called right away, they people, have five minutes. People well, people. Don't notice a lot of stuff. And two, if they see it, oh, whatever. They don't care. Well, They're not going to take time out of their day to well, call yeah, well, in on even, somebody even, Okay, so even if it's only a 30-second gap and they call, by the time they actually You're not tell everyone what's happening, or tell you know tell them what's happening, they're not going to be able to give you... I mean, all the as long as the person just takes only a few minutes to tag, they're, they're safe because... The person driving by is gonna be like, "Well, it was like a white car, I think." You know what we should do? Or it was that? Like they're not gonna have any information. You know what? Even better, even plan. better than recording it. Why don't we just go try and do it? You yeah. don't know. have a better plan. Okay. Can we, we talk about those plans no, no. off the air? No, no, no. We go out in pairs. Yes. And when they get out to tag, we hop out and jack their car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because now they're stuck in the middle of the freeway. Because there's one thing I know: it's that you want to mess with gangs. <laughs> you want to steal from gang members. Yes. Yes. Well, what are they going to do? Who would be less suspecting than a gang member? <laughs> Nobody. Yes. They would never. They, yeah, yeah, they, they would just steal my car. They're going to be like that rival gang stole it. Not, <laughs> a, not a bunch of white guys. Actually, we'll jump in and we'll go. Welcome to Upland, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and with that. I guess uh, we're watching the Wolfman for next week. That sounds Benicio del Toro, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, and names like that can't be a letdown. And uh, what's the girl from the Quiet Place? Emily. Emily Blunt. Oh, was that? Oh, cool. I didn't. I've seen it a long time ago, so I didn't even know. Cool. All All right. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Awesome of Podcast. If you enjoy us, please tell a friend and read or review us on iTunes. This has been a Carry Around a Production.